Hello, this is Azeroth Coast to Coast. I'm Gavril, and these fine gentlemen are Kevin. Hello. And Chris. Hello. On our last episode, these two had a lovely in-depth conversation about BlizzCon for the third week in a row. This week, we'll be discussing the aftermath of BlizzCon and all the assorted sundry details related to it. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. This is the throwaway music gag. All right, boys, how you doing? Good. I love you. <laughs> Good to hear. How was your trip to BlizzCon, guys? Exhausting. Uh, it was fucking awesome. Well, that's good. I'm glad you both had uh, a fun time. That's fantastic. Um, uh, your big takeaway. What was your big takeaway? What, was, what were you happiest about? Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the the uh, opening cinematic for the expansion for Battle for Azeroth. That was the best part of the actual opening ceremony. Right for me, anyway. Kevin, what was what was your big takeaway? What was your best? What was your uh, most uh, fond memory of the whole thing? My when Jeff Kaplan says, and if you're wondering how to spell Moira, it's O P A F. I would have figured it would be you realizing that one that your character was in the diorama. Mine's wasn't. I know, but Kevin's was. What was it, Kevin? Section C fifteen. My the section was (laughs) right behind your mom. Okay. That's fine. Um, so, yeah, Christopher. My main wasn't, but my demon hunter was. So I'm sad. Okay. I wanted my hunter to be there. Oh, all right. Chris, how was I, your week, buddy? Or the uh, last few weeks, it seems. Obviously, BlizzCon. That was a lot of fun. Um, met lots and lots of great people. Got to meet up again with a lot of awesome people, a lot of awesome podcasters. So that was insanely fun. Um, although jet lagged too fuck. Like, I only got back on GMT time yesterday. And I got back on Monday. So, yeah, that was a nightmare trying to get back on GMT. So you said you met a bunch of really cool podcasters. Do you have a particular shout out or anybody that you want to say hello to at the moment? Yes. Well, straight up, I want to say thank you to Sarah and Zia, um, who are the hosts of The Sundering and also the hosts of Calm Before the Storm, because they are amazing people and they did an amazing event. And good Lord, they work hard. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, what um, else happened in your last week, buddy? Uh, I ranked in Heroes of the Storm on Team League. I'm very upset and disappointed with myself. I was Diamond four two seasons ago. Uh, oh. That's where I ranked, and then I climbed up from there. I rank. I I ranked Gold one this season, so I'm very disappointed. I need to climb up. Again. You like completely bypassed Platinum and went straight to Gold. Yeah, I haven't played for a season and a half, so that's why. You're um, trash. So garbage. I'm working my way back up. Yeah. Garbage. All right. I'm yeah. Sad. What else happened? What else is going on? Uh Destiny 2. We're getting sorted for the raid. Some of the guys did it um uh while I was at BlizzCon and this week. So I'm just catching up and then I'm gonna do it with them. And I was playing a bit of my consoles, playing some WWE 2K18, which has been a lot of fun. Just nice chill alone time away from other human beings. That's been fun. Well, see, there you go. Mr. Kevin, what was your last week like? My last two weeks, I was at BlizzCon um, with this uh, filthy Jippo over here and several others. It was good times. Um, I didn't go to all the partying afterwards, and that was an awesome idea. Yes. (laughs) Um, 
no partying meant I was not like, you know, I was waking up on time. I was able to like one of the days I went and got uh, merch early. There was like no lines. It was really cool. So it was good times. Um, um, so yeah. did you get a chance to meet any of the other podcasters and stuff like that? Uh, I gave Ro a sticker. He didn't really know who I was. I <laughs> saw one of the guys from Lagging Balls. I gave him a sticker. He didn't know who I was. I I was like incognito mode. Like everybody oh. knows Chris and nobody knows me. It's okay. It's all right. That's because that's because of the British accent is very distinct. Like when a suddenly oh, you're, you're in America, I, I heard British. You're British. You said British. I you're hate, British. I I have had many drinks, so of course I said British. Um, when when you're in America <sighs> and then you hear a random Scottish accent out of out of nowhere, there we go. You know, like okay, that's gotta be someone. <laughs> yeah. So did that last week. I was in Vegas for a work trip, and Vegas fucking sucks. Um, no I don't shit. Care what anyone says, horrible. I told you um, Vegas sucked when you called me. I told you Vegas sucked. Yeah, I survived Vegas, and I got home a few days ago. I've been taking time off work. I. Reset my internal clock by staying up all day Thursday. That sucked even worse. Um, and here I am today talking to y'all. Congratulations. Since uh, since I got home, I played some Overwatch. I logged into WoW. I finally finished all my cooking recipes. So now I can make lavish or my feasts on the cheap, um, which they're currently going for like 725 gold a stack right now or a piece. Peace. And I played some Heroes of the Storm. Good stuff. And I'm not totally Be- hating it. Speaking of all, I did manage to get home in time and get a bo- get that world boss down. So I did get my uh, rank three prolonged power. So I'm happy at that. Hey, good stuff, man. That's the first time that's been up since January, I may add. Jesus. I haven't done it yet. Ouch. Um, okay. So what about you, Gavril? Kevin, no, Kevin. Did yes. you have any sort of like shout outs or anything in particular that you'd like to say hello to or thank you to from BlizzCon? Yeah, I I wanted to do a shout out to um, Vincent Minucci for being awesome, even though he hey! barely podcasts anymore. Um, other than naming this we're show, we're giving him shit for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep giving him shit yeah. for that. It's no, okay. no, yeah. seriously, like the entire BlizzCon weekend, we gave him nothing yeah. but shit for that. Yeah. When he's gonna podcast again, um, Seraphis and Zia, obviously, for putting on an awesome event. Um, <clears throat> I talked to Zia and I said, "Look, you better get us involved earlier next year. You guys look like uh, the weight of the world's on your shoulders, and it doesn't need to be that way. So, get us involved. Have us. And I want out. a pee on t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we want pee on t-shirts. Um, uh, and shout out shits. to Guild member Arlie, who I met for the first time, and is a really cool person. Arlie was so, lovely. I love her. Yeah. Congratulations, was, boys. That's good yeah. to hear. Yeah. That's all. What about you, Gavril? Um, I've been drinking heavily, spitting up bone shards, and playing Hearthstone. So, yeah. Bone storm. Bone shards, actually, from the bone <laughs> grafts in my jaw. How is, that, how is that feeling, by the way? Uh, it's feeling better. Like, uh, there was a slight complication with one of them, and... Uh, so I've had a chunk of exposed bone on my right hand side uh, for mm-hmm. <laughs> since I got it done, but it's slowly healing over. So um, I should be ready. It's healing over. Yeah. There go. It should be ready to get the implants done in January or February. So that'll be fantastic. I was thinking going maybe like 
something natural, maybe like a bee, maybe like a large bee. Can't wait to see those titties. Yeah, no. Um, my tooth implants, my teeth implants. I'm getting ready. I'm, I'm gonna have to qu- quit smoking too, and that's not gonna be fun. Uh, but that's okay. I've also been playing a shitload of Warframe because the expansion, the the new update went out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Not you really playing a lot of WoW. Korean grind. Yeah, my Korean grind fest. Uh, I haven't been actually playing a lot of WoW. This WoW just hasn't been engaging me lately, and I don't. And it's just, uh, it's like. I don't know. I would say it's like end of expansion humdrum doldrums, but it's like they, they, the content release has been fairly steady the whole time, so I don't know why I'd have to be, you know, humdrum about. We're just the content hasn't raids. been bad either. Yeah. Just between. I don't raid though, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, listener feedback. Do we have anything from the Gmail? Um. <clears throat> we have nothing from the Gmail, nothing from the Twitters. We do have an Elby's Corner. Uh, listener of the show, Elby, has added that the cinematic was probably the best thing about BlizzCon. Do you guys agree? I think Chris does. Yeah, I okay. would agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'll talk about it when we talk about the last stuff, but yeah. Mm. Um, he's yeah. optimistic about the world PvP changes that are coming, which we will also speak about. And He's happy about classic, but not really sure because he, if he loved it or hated it, it's mixed feelings. It, I, I kind of got that sentiment from others at the con as well. Everyone has a love hate relationship with vanilla. People were Everyone. like, I feel like the people that said I need a vanilla server are like, I already played vanilla. I don't need to go through that again after it's been announced. Uh, I would disagree with that from the people who are actually like on the Nestarius and the Elysium servers because I'm. I look at those forums quite regularly because I'm one of those people that want a vanilla server. Um, and I completely disagree with that point. I think there's all of those people are extremely ecstatic with the idea of a legal vanilla server. And the fact that they don't have to worry about it wiping or being deleted or yes. losing character progression. Yeah, and the kind of the interesting thing about that is we don't know what like the what the actual interest in this whole thing is going to be. We don't know what we're going to actually see going into it because let's be honest, there's probably quite a few people that were playing just because oh yeah, well it's free, it's free, well whatever. Um, but we we do know that there is like a there actually is a community of people out there. There is a it's not a large it's not a massive community, but it is a large community of people that you know would like to go back to play some vanilla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the interesting thing though is, is that, uh, Blizzard, uh, has not ruled out and has actually mentioned that they might contact some of the people behind, say, the Nostalrius, Elysium, some of the more popular and more famous of the private servers for assistance with the new, uh, classic servers. Which isn't a bad thing because when the, when the whole petition thing was going around a couple of years ago, they um, pulled oh my the, god, it's uh, been a couple of years ago n- at this point, Jesus. Yeah. They pulled the Nostalrius people out, yeah. Yeah, they actually brought the Nostalrius people to Irvine and had a meeting with them, but those people were offering 100%, if you do this, we will help. We will even help for free. Yep. Blizzard so, loves free. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm pretty certain that's not going to be free help. It's okay. Yeah, um, pay them. So, yeah, any other parts of that we want to talk about? Random shout outs. We have 
Over the past two weeks, our top listeners from the U.S., U.K., Portugal, Australia, and Ireland. Welcome, welcome Portugal, to the top five. We love Hi, you, people. Portugal. You speak Spanish, but it's not really Spanish because it's Portuguese, not Spanish. Portuguese, yeah. And we love you uh, anyway. I mean, Australians Again, don't even speak English, so I mean, it's okay. Another shout out for Seraphis and Zia for hosting an amazing Con Before the Storm event. We love you guys. And although I was exhausted from helping out with the art stuff, um, it was still an awesome event. Um, I just want to say that it was fantastic seeing like all these Con Before the Storm Twitter mentions come up from a lot of these like really big time streamers during the Con Before the Storm. It was absolutely fantastic because my, my Twitter, I had it set up to alert me on uh, Con Before the Storm mentions because I was trying to keep up with how everything was going. Uh, back here in Cyprus and it's just like huge amounts of these streamers that I'm aware of that you know some of these people I watch on a daily basis just going like hey come before the storm awesome I'm just like that's yeah. pretty cool and just thank you for letting us be a part of it it was a great experience the Saturday the Saturday uh, podcast uh, that we recorded was amazing to be a part of uh, some great podcasters on there it that was- does remind me how did yours go Christopher Oh, the Saturday show was great. Yeah. It's up on the Con Before the Storm site. So if you do want to listen to it, you can go to the Con Before the Storm feed on oh, iTunes. It, did it actually get recorded? Yep. Uh, there okay. were some technical difficulties, so we were a little late, but we did record it. Um, uh, it's on the Con Before the Storm iTunes, Stitcher, all those feeds, and on their official website. So if you do want to listen to all of the panels and all the podcasts that were done there, uh, check them out. Some really great content. Right. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. You can go back to what you were saying. I just thank you for letting us be a part of it, and we hope to help out again next year. Yeah, well, that's fantastic. All right, that's uh, going to go into the news. Then we're going to go at da da da. I can't say anymore because of you know legal legal purposes. But yes. hey, it's the news. <laughs> uh, so there is a shitload of Warcraft stuff. So we're going to cover that last because that is just the absolute largest section. Yes. Um, <laughs> Real quick, Diablo 3, sad face, no real news coming out of that. Uh, Hearthstone, we had the Kobolds and Catacombs announcement. It is currently suspected it will be going live December 7th, but we do know it will be going live this year, December, before the new year happens. So uh, that's going to be fantastic. It is going to be yet another expansion. We will be getting another free adventure style Uh, event it is going to be called a dungeon run it is a repeatable replayable piece of content uh in which you pick a class you are given a small number of cards 15 cards 15 health and then you are launched into a eight boss dungeon run uh it is mostly semi-random uh, there are 48 separate boss encounters and dozens of cards that uh, there's over a dozen cards that just exist specifically for this mode. Um, there are no repeatable benefits for playing this, which is sad, but it happens. Uh, but there is another defeat this with all nine classes and you get yourself a shiny new card back kind of deal. Uh, I believe it's a card back. It could be an alt hero. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty certain it's a card back only. Um, so it is a single player mode. Uh, it is straight PVE. It's looking like it's a lot of fun. Um, I just don't think everybody's going to, I don't think there's a lot of people that are going to keep playing it afterwards. I, I just, the, the Hearthstone community is very much reward driven. Oh no, completely. They're That's, like a lab. They're like a gold. Um, they're like a chocolate lab. Unless they give us some actual rewards for repeating it, 
people are not going to keep playing this. I mean, you'll you'll do it maybe three or four times just because it's cool and new. But unless you're getting rewards, you're not. A lot of the Hearthstone community won't play it. I will because yeah. I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. But like actual like hardcore Hearthstone players will not play this more than two or yeah. three times. So also in Hearthstone news, and I do agree completely. I I probably will. I'll maybe get like a dozen dozen runs in, and that might be it for me. I don't know. It's like I I have so much. I try to like cap my win gold, and I try to you know do my quests and you know play some fun wacky kind of shit every day when I play Hearthstone. So I don't want to have to add a whole nother layer of RNG of you know getting more rewards out of it. I'm kind of okay with the system it's at right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, adding rewards, that's more shit I've got to do on the daily. So I think this dungeon run thing is definitely more for the casual Hearthstone community. Oh, yeah. Um, so in the last little bit of Hearthstone news, Monday the 6th, so this last Monday, Marin the Fox, what was it? Monday? Yeah, it was Monday, right? Monday, Marin the Fox. Yeah, Monday Marin the Fox went live. Every player who plays Hearthstone, everyone who has a Hearthstone account got Marin the Fox, the regular version, for free. Uh, if you had a, if you attended BlizzCon and got the goodie bag or watched the virtual ticket, you received a golden Marin the Fox for free, which was yeah. absolutely fantastic. That's a free legendary for you, even if you don't want to play uh, Marin himself. Um, uh, besides that, um, there is also starting on the 14th of November. So in three days uh, on the reset day, Tuesday, uh, Death Knights will no longer be draftable within the arena. That's a really big change that kind of steps back something that they say that they, they was okay before when Death Knights first came out uh, with the Frozen Throne expansion. They said, oh, Death Knights are okay in the arena. It's not a big deal. Now they're saying, okay, yeah, Death Knights are kind of a big deal. We're taking them out of the arena. So. Because they're OP shit. <laughs> yeah, for a value-oriented uh, uh, mode, having the Death Knights in there with their incredibly valuable hero powers is just a little ridiculous. Um, so that's a welcome change, and uh, I'm certain uh, Crip and Raynad and all of them will find something to bitch and moan about this for. So it's okay. Um, I think we've got some little bit of Heroes of the Storm news following that. Yes, Heroes. Um, so, uh, BlizzCon, we got the announcement of Alex Straza and Hansel coming to the Nexus, the uh, Double Dragons. Uh, Alex Straza is currently live on the PTR for testing, um, and Hansel will be coming out, uh, if not before the end of the year, at the very start of just, uh, of uh, 2018. Oh, great. Now I can get annoyed by Hanzo mains in two games. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, my friend Dan, he's a Hanzo main in Overwatch. He refused to play Heroes until Hanzo came out, so now he's playing Heroes nonstop, waiting for him. Of course. <sighs> of course. <laughs> but yes, if you want to try out Alex Straza, she is a ranged support uh, she is on the PTR currently, and Hansel, who is a ranged assassin, will be out, uh, like I said, end of the year, starting next. Um, All right. What 2018 else? update for Heroes of the Storm will have a, have a plethora of features, including a performance-based matchmaking system, in-game voice chat, uh, laning improvements for the actual game itself, a complete stealth rework. Uh, so if you're a stealthy and you love being practically invisible, don't get used to it because it's going away. Um, and an evol- and evolved uh, mechanics for all of the battlegrounds. One of the big changes that people may not have noticed, um, on the Volskaya map, there is no towers near the forts or keeps, uh, with the exception of the ones that are at the gate. That's happening to all the maps. Mm-hmm. 
So don't get used to having that in our, t- in our uh, tower next to your forts and keeps. And oh yeah, they all have unlimited ammo now. Uh, and they're also um, all get- aren't they all getting true sight too? They're all getting true sight. Thank fuck. <laughs> yeah. But did I did I steal your thunder there, Kevin? No, I, <clears throat> I was just gonna say it's it sucks to kind of walk back to get healed and then someone's inside of your base and ganks you. Yep. But the one thing that I it's, will say still that be I'm, able to. Yeah, they'll still be able to. But the one thing I'm really sad about is I can't you can't really go Abathur farming anymore. As a nope. stealthy, you can't really go Abathur hunting anymore. Nope. Which I did a game as Nova today with an Abathur on the other team, and all I did was hunt that little bastard. It was so much fun. It was more fun and- than winning the game. Chris, did you mention the fact that the camera will be able to be back even further oh yes that was not on my list we will have a much more we will have a much larger field of view with the camera being allowed to be pulled back much further than it currently is bringing it more in line with other top-down uh, uh mobas uh, like league of legends and dota so this is a these are some drastic changes and some well received changes i think from the majority of the community because these are things we've been asking for for a long time Okay. Uh, you also, I think you missed one more thing. I think they did uh, some announcements about Hanamura. Uh, did they? I did not even know I that. I believe there was some announcements about Hanamura. Is it coming it, back? Yeah, I believe so. I don't think it was at BlizzCon specifically. That's probably why I missed it. Um, let's see. Hanamura is uh, a good map. It just needs a complete redesign. So as long as I've done that... Yeah, let's see. You can keep talking. If I ever dig this up, I'll give you a heads up. Kevin, why not talk a little bit about Overwatch while he's digging that up? Okay. In Overwatch, the big announcement was Moira. She is a new aggressive support hero that has healing and damage abilities. She's got a little ball that can go out and heal people, and she has a a ball that kind of bounces around and hits the closest person to him. And she also has the ability to have like a beam that shoots out that heals and damages people at the same time. Um, we played around with some of this and it is really cool. Yeah. Um, she's also available, I believe right now on the PTR. So yes, go and check that out. Um, one of the other things that they announced for overwatch was the new blizzard world map, which is kind of like an amusement park, but a blizzard themed, um, lots of cool little references. Um, (laughs) really interesting little doodads in there uh so definitely check that out on the ptr if you have a chance the map is one thing i would like to suggest people please check out snacks ramas it is the most adorable snacks snacks ramas it is so fucking adorable (laughs) yep and the lost vikings had a reference in there the lost and found yes the lost and found vikings yep yep that was pretty funny And uh, they even had some T-shirts come out with references to like the um, Hell Scream. Uh, what you call it? Um, it's like their fake. Uh, yeah, I can't remember roller coaster. Well, there are there are uh, Blizzard Blizzard based skins coming for some of the heroes as well. They are cosplaying some of their favorite Blizzard heroes. Interesting. Yeah, so I that's going to be fun. Uh, so yeah, and finally they had a new animated short come out for Reinhardt. It's called Honor and Glory. Uh, we have a link to it in the show notes. Really kind of moving and touching uh, story about the back 
background on uh, Reinhardt. So you get to find out why he has that big gash through his face and um, some side characters that are revealed in there. So that it is really so cool. sad. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what it is about Blizzard and Overwatch, but every one of those fucking shorts, they just rip your heart out. It's really cool that way. I love it. So, yeah. All right, did Gavril find out the information he was looking for? No, it's just more confirmation about that they're working on it, that the rework is happening, and that we should expect it sometime soon, a trademark. Okay. Gavril, why don't you do StarCraft? StarCraft! StarCraft 2, the big one, is that it is free to play November 15th. So that is is next Wednesday. There is a lot of stuff coming in to unpack with that. Um, The campaign is free. If I remember correctly, yep, correct. It's all free to play. The campaign's free. Multiplayer has to be unlocked through the game. It's not a cost or anything. It's just you have to show a certain amount of, you know, knowledge. I think it is. If that's yeah. correct, I think that's what it was. Um, Don't be a also, scrub. yeah. Uh, commanders will still be purchasable, so you will still have to purchase commanders, but they will all be free up to level five, which I'm really excited about because I want to try Abathur. Yeah, so you if, if you if you've been sitting on the fence about buying Abathur or Phoenix or Stukov or Dahaka or somebody, and you're like, I don't know if I really want to spend money on this, you can just try them out up to level five. Uh, that gives a really good idea of how the core of the character plays. It's not going to be like you're not going to really get the really interesting parts where you know you've leveled up uh, uh, Nova and you have access to everything, and it gets crazy as shit. But, you know, you'll still get a very good idea of how they play and, you know, if that's something you're interested in. Um, There's a lot more news about that that I'm not really going to cover because it's a lot of, you know, esports stuff that I don't really follow too much. But, yeah. Um, What else? uh, Chris, I think you had something to say about Destiny. Yes, Destiny 2. So, uh, Curse of... Os- Osiris, lover, can't can't English today. Curse, Curse of Osiris is going live December fifth on both PC and console. Uh, it will bring the new planet of Mercury. It will raise the level cap up to twenty five and the power cap up to three thirty. Uh, it will include new missions, new adventures, and a new raid. It will also give universal access to the lighthouse social area as well as a PS four exclusive Crucible map. So if you are a Destiny player, uh, be ready but for the just- DLC that's coming. They just hate PC then. Okay. And Xbox. They hate Xbox too. Yeah, they just hate PC though. <laughs> I'm a PC player, so I don't give a shit they about the Xbox. So. They hate Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, apparently, yeah. Who doesn't? Let's be honest. And, you know, there's been a lot of issues with Destiny since launch. Uh, just a lot of just kind of problems just appearing out of nowhere with them. Yeah. Uh, I do wish them all the best. I do wish them all the best and, you know, hope everything works out because, um, you know, it's always good to see more games joining the uh, Blizzard ecosystem. Uh, but uh, I'm going to let you finish. But Destiny 2 has the worst netcode ever. Just saying. Just saying. I'm that. not disagreeing okay. with you. We still don't have clan chat. Yeah. Uh, the netcode is just terrible, though, from what I have. What I've come to understand, the netcode is just awful. Like they, All right. When they announced it, they went so high on, oh, we're in, we're implementing clans, we're doing this, we're doing that. Where's my clan chat? I can't speak to my clan members. All right, That's boys. That's what Discord's for. <laughs> yep. Here is a, the big one. 
the huge mm. one. It's going to be the World of Warcraft news. Um, you know, we're we are so on top of this. We are a, le- a week late. Taliesin and Evatel, Bell, you are. Everybody else has already covered this ad nauseum, but we're here covering it a week later. Damn straight. All right, so we have a lot of news coming in from World of Warcraft. It is going to be something that's going to take a little while to unpack. So let's try to break this down into some bits and bobs. Um, Kevin, did you want to go over sort of like the overall arc of what we're looking at in World of Warcraft for Battle for Azeroth? Yeah, yeah. Well, we are staying on Azeroth. We're going to be unlocking or two new zones will have magically appeared. One is Kul Terras and one is Zandalar. Um, Kalteris will be for Alliance, Andalar will be for Horde. Um, you'll be able to level to 120. I don't think that was a surprise to anyone. There will well, be... It could have been 115. Yeah, they've done fives. Okay. Once there, before. <clears throat> there will be six new allied races. So some of them are going to be for Alliance, some of them are going to be for Horde. The Horde side, we have the Nightborn, the High Mountain Torrent, and Boo. the Zandalari Trolls. Eh. Okay, so I specifically mentioned this when when this information came out. I think we actually had a discussion about this like the day after BlizzCon. Um, so the Zandalari are straight up like evil, like, like evil. They're just yeah, like plain yeah. evil. Yep. Um, as opposed to like the Nightborn and the High Mountain Torin, which are just kind of like neutral. They're just sort of there. The amount the Zandalari of Zandalari are we sh- killed on Pandaria is insane. They are straight up evil. They took over. They took over an island full of dinosaurs. They tried to resurrect a ten thousand year old dead Mogu tyrant and succeeded, mind you. Yep, they um, succeeded. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the Zandalari are actually really. They, I, I'm still disappointed that they closed up their village in Stranglethorn. I'm I'm still disappointed that I can't turn in bijous anymore. I still have a whole bag full of bijous because I I took a break during the period of time when they shut down and revamped the whole old world. I took a break. I, I got exalted with them like maybe a week before they locked that off. I am very disappointed in that. I think that's that alone is why I hate them. Um, <laughs> Kevin, what other races do we have coming through these allied races? On the Alliance side, you'll be able to be a light-forged Draenei, a mm-hmm. dark iron dwarf with mm-hmm. red eyes, or mm-hmm. a void elf. So, like, Chris, like, real quick, you and I know the community has been clamoring for alternate race, for alternate races for the races that already exist that have known alternates. Yes. So like the dark iron dwarves, the uh the Dark-Iron high dwarves, elves, high elves, um uh, not the high elves. Um no, uh the the elves of Eldrathalus, sorry. Uh, the highborn. Highborn. highborn yep. The highborn um which the we Tonka, did kind of get. We did kind of get the Tonka races like that so this is huge this is huge 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 yeah. this is fantastic are you going to be uh, changing avril or leveling one? i i might re i might if i if they give us the ability to race change into them i they might are. they are okay once I you might, unlock them you can race change into them i might make my priest a dark iron dwarf i've already said my because my guild is moving back to the horde for the next expansion 
I am mm. unlocking the Nightborn, and I am ru- I am going straight night Nightborn Hunter. I'm so excited for this. I've been wanting them since they went beta. So, Chris, I might be. Um, they did mention at the event that they'll start at level twenty, and if you level them from scratch, quote unquote, you will have access to a specific armor set that you can only get if you level them from scratch. Yes. Will you be doing that, or will you be race changing? I will be doing both because I'm I'm going to be leveling a Nightborn Rogue and I'm going to be trace changing my hunter, so I will get that armor set. Nice. Uh, and I might make Gavril uh, a Light Forged Right Eye. We called they it pretty cool. We called it. They look pretty good. They look really good. Okay, I I love the whole the whole conceit of the Light Forged Right Eye. Void they are, elves, no, they whatever. Are beautiful. They're gorgeous. I'm, here's the thing. The one thing about the 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 void the void elves and the Nightborn. The Nightborn used the Night Elf model, so the Horde are finally getting access to the Nightborn, Night Elf model. And the Void Elves used the Blood Elf model, so the Alliance are finally getting added, access to the Blood Elf High Elf model. But where the fuck do the Void Elves come from? Has Illyria just been like... No, no. Like, it's spoiler alert. It's on the website. Like, like, like two-month-old spoiler alert, folks. Where the fuck is Illyria getting all these goddamn Void Elves? Where it's, the fuck are a, they coming from? It's on the from? website. It's on the website. Like, why do we not see them ever? I will, I will except for Illyria. Why do we not ever see them except for Illyria? Uh, okay, so they're uh, coming out of the hold shadows, hold duh. Listen, listen, listen. <clears throat> uh, Void elves faction alliance. Many have sought to harness the corruptive magic of the void. Most have tried. Most who tried have fa- fallen into madness. Determined to use this power for good of Azeroth, Illyria Windrunner is the first mortal to succeed at defying the shadows' whispers. Coming to the aid of a group of her kin who nearly give in to the darkness, Illyria has vowed to train these Void Elves to control the shadows within them and purge their newfound powers and pledge their newfound powers to the Alliance. That is some straight up Deus Ex Machina horse fuckery, okay? Oh no, I know, but it's awesome. Whatever. Warfronts, Kevin. <laughs> Warfronts is the one thing about this that confused me. I know that it will be a 20-man faction raid that will be inspired by the Warcraft real-time strategy games. Um, I know it will be PvE, but I know very little about it other than that. What you just described is essentially it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you're going to build structures, you're going to research upgrades, you're going to have like NPCs spawning from those... Barracks and other buildings. It's kind of like Warcraft. Kevin. Uh, sorry, Chris. Hi. AV, old AV. Old AV, yeah, but on a smaller scale. Yeah, small scale, old AV. Uh, versus PvE instead of being straight like PvP, PvE hybrid. Which is why I'll be playing the fuck out of this. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Next one. Next one is Island Expeditions. These are going to be. The ability to explore uncharted territory across the great seas. Horde and Alliance are going to be skirmishing on these islands over resources. Um, I believe the new resource is Azerite. Is the Azerite. Azerite. Yeah. Yes. So we're going to be, you know, collecting let's, Azerite. Let's it's a 3v3 I mean, cooperative gameplay, role agnostic. So you get grouped with two other players. You it's fight scenarios. Scenarios. In this yeah. little little scenario. Um, you're going to have to have, or you're going to have to complete an objective and there's going to be horde players that are also trying to complete the objective and trying to race to complete the objective. You can kill them and engage in PVP content combat, or you can just go after the objective and try to win it. So, and if you're even not playing against the like actual people, 
they'll pair you against AI that will be supposedly super AI and be better than old AI has been. And uh, those AI people will try to kill you while you're trying to complete the objective. So it sounds interesting. Yeah, it does sound quite fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll give it a little bit of ha- I'll give it a little bit of uh, support. Now, this is the one that's supposed to be semi-procedurally generated, correct? Yeah, th- there is. There's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities, but uh, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be roughly the same every time in regards of um, how many object, how many stages, and how many objectives. But they are taking from a big pool of possibilities. Yeah. yeah. So very. So it's kind, it's of kind of like greater, greater rifts. rifts. Yeah, kind of like greater rifts. Uh, so Diablo Three Greater Rifts, where it's semi-randomized, or the heroes, or the um, the refs that were the invasion refs that we've seen in uh, seven point three. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Then Kevin, the next is the Heart of Azeroth, which is going to be akin to now, the artifact weapon. Now, real quick, before <clears throat> we go too far into this, let's, yes. let's do we want to keep out of spoiler territory when we talk about things like the Heart of Azeroth and Azerite? I would say yes, mm, because what, what I would is say- it? I would say yes because uh, the raid hasn't launched yet, and seven three five hasn't launched yet, and a lot of the changes we're gonna that is based around Azerite are coming with that. Okay, okay. well, I can. I, I that's fair. That's fair. Not talking about like the story lore information associated okay. with it. Let me tell you just the facts. The heart of Azeroth is going to be your artifact quality neck piece. The artifact weapons will be going away. Prior to this, we know that much. You and will, they've said that it's going to be epic. Epic, yes. yes they've said epic. You will epic. be collecting Azerite to... That's going to be like the new AP. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so it's instead of artifact agnostic. power, it's going to be Azerite. So what this will do is you'll be able to unlock certain gear slots will have like almost like artifact traits. Mm-hmm. There will be three rings of these. You will need more Azerite to unlock more of the rings. So uh-huh. I'm assuming if you have a base amount of Azerite, you'll be able to unlock a talent on the first ring. You'll need more to unlock the second ring and even more to unlock the third ring. You can pick one trait from each of those rings. So, okay. so you'll have the. I think. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You'll have. So there will be, let's say, I don't know, three or four different traits on each ring. You can unlock one trait per ring. And then I think once it's unlocked, it's unlocked. And you you would physically need a new piece of gear to replace that to get a new talent on those gears. Okay. Um, you did neglect to mention one of the most important things. What's that? Heart of Azeroth is spec agnostic. Yes. Oh, that is nice. So, yeah, so. You're, if you're BM, but you want to do stuff as marksman, doesn't matter. It, it works. Yeah, you still have the exact same amount of Azerite on your heart of Azeroth as a BM hunter as you do as a marksman hunter. Yes. So it is that completely is spec nice. agnostic. So it's completely spec agnostic. So you there's not gonna be a situation of, you know, like me where my uh silver hand of tear is like artifact level like forty or something like that, because I've funneled all of my AP into Ashbringer and uh the the shield right you don't have to worry about that your heart of azeroth is going to dictate how much talents you can put into these other three armor slots yep yep exactly so what's the really good news um the really i well 
I don't know if this is really good or not, but we're getting 10 dungeons at launch. That is very good. Very good. That is really cool news. And we'll have specific dungeons for Horde and Alliance to level up through. That Um, will unlock at max level. Yes, as will the continents. So if you're Horde, Level Guns, Andalar, you will unlock Volterius when you get 120. Mm -hmm. And then. And the dungeons, respectively, also. Yeah. And there will be a raid available at launch. Well, probably not right at launch, but you know, soon after launch, called Old Deer Old Deer Halls of Control. It's another Titan facility. It's essentially Ulduar, but for Zandalar. Ooh. Okay. There's um, going to be eight bosses. It's going to be akin to what Emerald Nightmare was when uh, Legion launched. One of the big important things to mention about the dungeons, the 10 dungeons that we're getting, they are keeping the same mythic system that we have right now. So we'll get normal, heroic, mythic, and mythic plus, which I'm very happy about because I think the mythic plus system has been very successful this expansion. I'm happy with it. Can I give away something about Freehold, one of the dungeons that we were able to play at BlizzCon? Oh, yes. Follow the fucking dog. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the only yeah, thing fu- you're going to need yeah. to follow that fucking dog. Yeah. I mean, there were some interesting things about the dungeon. I mean, number one, there was constantly shit flying from the sky and putting puddles on the ground, which was just happening, which I thought was crazy. Um, you had to do this dog mechanic where the dog would tell you which trash packs to kill, which was pretty interesting. And you had to like follow the dog around in order to unlock something that made the first boss a lot easier. Actually doable, um, not easier, doable. Right. And the second to last boss was a giant ogre with um uh sharks. Don't get don't to get don't get too much of it. Don't get too much of it. Okay. Let, let people experience this shit. But that that was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, the dun- the dungeons are on point. The dungeons are very, yeah. very good this expansion. Are they on fleek? They are on fleek. They're on fleek. I have no idea what any of these words mean anymore. Uh <laughs> words cease to mean anything we're not going to cover the now we're going to skip this next we're not going we're going to skip this next one okay uh because chris and i are going to probably go apeshit about it yes but uh chris (laughs) did you want to talk about 7.5 the first of the 7.5.3 yes i can do that okay so 7.5.3 uh that's 3.5 sorry 3.5 uh we have three bits of information coming to you for this so i'll talk about the first um, this was announced at BlizzCon that world leveling will be scaling. Yes, that's right. They are finally fixing leveling in World of Warcraft. Uh, so how it's going to work is that uh, each of the zones uh, in the vanilla content of the old world uh, will work based on their current lowest bracket. So for example, Westfall will be a level 10 plus zone, scaling all the way up to level 60. Um Let's see, uh, Stranglethorn Vale will be a 30-plus zone, scaling up to 60. Uh, Outlands and Northrend will be scaling from 60 to 80. So if you hate Outland, you don't have to go there ever again. If you hate Northrend, you don't have to go there ever again. Northrend's just too goddamn big. (laughs) Um, Cataclysm zones, as well as Pandaria itself, will be scaling from 80 to 90. So again, if you hate the Cataclysm Zones, you never have to do them again. If you hate Mr. Pandaria, avoid it at all costs. Uh, I'm so happy for this. I'm so fucking happy for this. It's about goddamn time. If you level through a zone, you can actually experience the entire story now. (laughs) Yeah, And it will not out-level you. I think one of the things that 
also happens is we immediately put on all of our plus experience heirloom no, no, gear. Even without plus experience heirloom gear, you you outlevel the zone. I've I've yep. tested this. You outlevel the zone even without heirlooms. It, it's it's one of the side effects of them uh, squishing XP rates, uh, uh, squishing XP requirements uh, a couple expansions ago. Yeah. Uh, so heirlooms don't matter. You outlevel the zone. But at least now, when again, this is coming at seven three five. Uh, if you level a new character from that point on, you get to experience the story for the first time since Cataclysm launched. Because before then, you could. Oh, um, so now the information you did admit is that, uh, of course, the level of scaling will stay in place for Warlord. It will not be in place for Warlords or for the most recent content, Legion. So you will still have to level up through Warlords and Legion on level. Can they just make it womp, so womp, I can just skip face. Warlords and go straight to Legion? Womp womp, sad face. I actually liked Warlords leveling. Warlords I, I liked actually Warlords leveling. Warlords leveling was, before Legion came out, the best. But because of everything else about Warlords, I hate that entire expansion. Everything about it. <laughs> yeah. It just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. But this is going to be real fun for those of us who are going to be rolling allied races. Yeah, true. Very true, actually. It's a good time for it. Yep. I'm just sad you're going to miss, uh, you're going to miss Westfall and Goldshire and Elwyn and those zones, unfortunately. I go back and do uh, them to scale. Yeah. So, Kevin, did you want to talk about one of the other? Which of the other two 735s did you want to talk about? Um, hmm. Neither of them. <laughs> Okay, I'll talk a little bit about uh, this one, and then Chris and I can both, you know, nerd out uh, about the next you know, one. Be squealing, <laughs> squealing fangirls about the last one. <laughs> so seven three five is. So seven three five is going to introduce another new battleground. This is the first battleground since. Did we even get a battleground? Mesa Pandaria. This was the first battleground since Mesa Pandaria. Oh, holy shit! Okay, so this is the first battleground in a long while. I thought Deepwind Gorge... Well, was Deepwind Gorge? That was Massive Pandaria. I thought Deep- it was? Jesus that Christ. Was, okay, that so- was the Garrosh patch for Massive Pandaria. That's right. So, 735 is bringing a new battleground. It is a control point battleground, uh, so which means it's going to be similar to Arathi Basin and uh, Temple of Kotmagu, kind of. Uh, Silver Shard Mines um, and Deepwind Gorge, Yeah. Uh, it is going to be called the Seething Shore, and it is going to be based in Silithus. I have not seen a whole lot of information about it, but I am excited, even though I hate control point maps. We're not telling you why oh, it's I forgot where the... it is, because spoilers. <laughs> no. um, I forgot the other one. What's the other one? Um, uh, oh, shit. What's the other one? The, it's the BC. It was Grameen, the BC one. one. The Gilneas one. No, I, and, the, and the BC one. The hybrid one from BC. Eye of the Storm? Eye of the Storm. I have the and the Greyman one, the Gilneas one. And and the Battle for Gilneas, yes. So, and the last part of information for 735 uh, is Old War Time Walking. Ooh. Huzzah! So, Huzzah. Uh, it won't be active for this one, because I don't remember when the next... Uh, I think we just had... We just had Wrath, Wrath Time, Time Walking. Uh, let me see when the next one is coming up real quick. Um... So, yeah, we just had Wrath Time Walking. That was during BlizzCon, in fact, if I remember correctly. Which I'm sad because um, I missed it. I love Wrath Time Walking. Yeah, Northrend actually is active right now. It ends on the 14th. 
So sad face. I thought it was too, but I'm I'm looking at it right now. Uh, Let's see. It's all I know is that it's going to be crazy. Blah 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 blah. Oh my god! It just keeps going. The comments are shit in this. Jesus Christ! What the hell? Choose the actual calendar. I am not in WoW right now. There's an actual calendar on MMO Champion or WoWhead. Sorry. I'm at Wildland right now, and it's not giving me it. We'll come back to this. Yeah, while I'm doing I'll this. Look it uh, up. So, so it's really interesting. So it's Old War Time Walking. They're already saying that it's still going to be skewed back to the system it used to be. So to so the system they've been using, I should say, which is sad. But they've also announced that they are looking into having more difficulties which i'm okay with so that's fantastic but i'm totally okay with because right now it is really really skewed towards easy mode at the moment uh and that's really just quite sad it's too easy it's too goddamn mm. easy goddamn casuals these days casuals goddamn casuals get off my goddamn lawn um <laughs> so it's yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking for a lot of the really interesting stuff that's going to be coming up soon. Uh, let's see. December. I Yes, we really should have looked at this earlier. Yeah. yeah, you can shut up, Kevin. You should have looked this up earlier. Do you want me to talk about the new raid coming out while you look that yes. up? Yes. Okay. You go ahead and talk about the raid. So, uh, sorry, <laughs> just long story short, Kevin, Chris and I are absolutely bonkers for 735 and a little more time walking especially. We are going to bust a nut several oh times. Oh my god, so okay. many times. I'll let, I'll let you guys clean up and I'll move on. Um, okay. And Taurus, the born, Burning Throne is coming out soon. They released the schedule here, so let me go through that very quickly. November 28th, Normal and Heroic Modes will launch. December 5th, Mythic and Raid Finder Ring 1 Wing 1 will launch uh, December 19th Raid Finder Wing 2 January 2nd Raid Finder Wing 3 January 16th Raid Finder Ring 4 um, Also to note PvP Legion, PvP Legion Season 5 will be ending soon and Season 6 will begin November 28th So if you okay. are Finishing up your PvP stuff, do that, and get ready for the new season on the 28th. All right. Can't wait to see how shitty it's going to be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the new raid. I'm looking forward to the mythic conclusion of our, or the amazing conclusion of our final Legion raid and how we're going to lose our artifact weapons. So I don't know if that's going to happen during the raid or if it's going to happen afterwards, but it should be fun nonetheless. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. All right, did you guys use up all your tissue? Are you cleaned up now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a the fucking head calendar okay. is not actually telling me anything. Bad words, Christopher. It's really annoying. No, it's not. I know. Um, Just know that it's going to yeah. be next year. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. We're not getting it for t- until at least next year. It'll it'll definitely be next year, yeah. Yeah, there's there was still, you know, I heard some rumblings and rumors about when the new expansion is going to come out. I don't think any of it's true right now, so I don't even want to speculate. But um, we will we have battle nut battle net bucks on the line for um, 
you know, who's going to be closest. So mm-hmm. looking forward to uh, taking some of Chris and Chris's money over here. Uh, oh, so here, real quick, here's the order of the bonus event rotation. Outland, Arena Skirmish, World Quest, Northrend Time Walking, Battleground, Legion Dungeon, Pet Battle, Cataclysm Time Walking, Arena Skirmish, World Quest, Mop Time Walking, Battleground, Legion oh. Dungeon, Pet Battle. We have 14 more to go. 13 more to go. Out. So it's, uh, that's 13 weeks. It's 13 weeks. Until we see it again next to this coming Tuesday, so uh, that'll be three weeks and a month, give or take. So that's uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and eleven, twelve, thirteen. Looks like the end of January, possibly the beginning of February. Okay, cool. We'll see Wrath again. Okay. Okay. Sorry, we we really felt like we needed to go all the way through that. Um, last one. Yes, and last one, the very last one, the one we've been kind of waiting to talk about, World of Warcraft Classic Edition. Coming soon, trademark. Coming soon, DM. Coming soon. Coming soon to a so PC near you. Why World do of I Warcraft. care about playing Warcraft Classic? Why should I you shut your mouth? So shut your the- whole mouth. Chris, you have to get... It's like, you and I both have a lot of nostalgia goggles associated with the game. We really, really do. There's yeah, a lot of do. rose-colored glasses associated with it. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of problems with the game. We oh, both yeah, admit this freely. There were a lot of issues with the game. But, you know, it's definitely something that I'm going to be able to recapture a little bit of nostalgia and joy about. And I get to share that with other people, like Kevin here, who didn't experience that. And see how angry he is when he suddenly realizes it's going to take him 30 minutes real time to run from Teldrassil to Stormwind. Stormwind. Yeah, because leveling in Teldrassil sucks. Oh, yeah. So you're going to definitely want to do the run to Aberdeen and from Aberdeen to Minithal. And from Minithal, you're fucked. You're going to be running to Ironforge and then taking the tram from Ironforge to Stormwind. Just so you can start leveling. Um, but here's okay. the thing: you want to make a night elf, but do that run. You have to do that run. You have if you're to. Making it's, an elf, it's, you have it's, to. It's, do a, that it's run. a rite of passage. No, I'm making a gnome. Yeah. Oh, then yeah, you just start an iron forge. You're cool. Yeah, but at one point we're gonna get you to make a night elf just to do that run. That is that yeah. is. It's a rite of passage. It is. Totally it is a rite, rite of, of passage for vanilla WoW. It is. It is totally a rite of passage. Or doing. Oh I God, have done that the, run. I have done that run See, dozens of this, times. This is what I'm afraid of playing on Classic, is that all you guys have all these things that you did, and you're going to want me to do them because it was so hard for you, and I had to you know, go uphill both you ways to go to school. shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth and go farm soul stones before the raid, asshole. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, do you remember that? You shut your whore mouth and go find me 20 oh, run-ton tubers so I can make fucking food for the whole fucking raid, okay? <laughs> I, I don't, even don't forget those say. potions we need. Yeah. Potions and elixirs. Oh, by the way, I hope you have fun being the alchemist and having to make 40 potions for everybody because each potion is on an independent cooldown and there is no cooldown on some potions. And you can have as many buff potions as you want up. Asshole. Oh, I hope, I hope you enjoy being a paladin where you literally spend your entire time raiding just buffing people because your buffs only last for two minutes. I hope by the time you finish buffing 40 people, they're starting to come off again. 
I hope you freaking enjoy having to play a druid. And guess what? You're not actually going to do anything. All you are is an out of combat res bot. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fun. Oh, and if you're if you're a healer and want to if you're a priest and want to DPS, good luck nope. with that. All you do is heal. Except for certain fights where shadow does exist because of the ridiculous but armor classics. Very, 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 very few and in between those fights. Yes, but druids also could be useful as out of combat res bots. You just set them off mm-hmm. to the side, prevent them from getting into combat, and you know. Sorry, I'm responding to LB. LB is literally listening to us as we are recording this show, and I am yelling at LB, and LB and I are arguing about this. Uh, you can go fuck off, LB. No, they didn't have a non-combat res. They, oh wait, that's right. Shit, it wasn't druids. It was paladins. You're right. You're right, LB. Obviously, the memories of uh, WoW Classic are hazy, and everyone's excited to redo all the original quests. And I want to see the I world was, before the Sundering. So, yeah, I was be very fun. drunk through most of it. So, I was thirteen. I was very drunk through most of WoW. Okay? Chris is now an adult, and he can drink during Classic. Thank God. I can drink during Classic. I was 13. Ugh, Europe. <laughs> God damn it. All right. God damn Europe. I think that covers everything. Right. I think that actually covers everything yeah. we were going to talk about. Oh, my God. Wow. Holy shit. And we have time. Wow. We awesome. have time. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my runtime right. gal. So, what, after going wife. through all of this stuff, what is everyone most excited about? Chris. Um, real quick, I wanted to tell Elby to fuck off, but I still love you, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what are you most excited about? <laughs> what is, other than Chris, all the work time walking? What are you excited about, buddy? Oh, okay. Other than all the work time walking. Um, right. <sighs> You know what I'm most excited about? I'm genuinely I'm most excited about the Warcraft Classic. I I'm very excited to actually jump in and experience that stuff without worrying about everything getting wiped or without worrying about the servers getting taken down. Um, I'm just very excited to actually experience something that I was too young to really, to really. What's the word I'm looking for? experience too young to really no no experience um too young to really Lose appreciate your virginity oh my god i was too young to really appreciate vanilla wow for what it was because I, I was not getting into our rating guild at 13 that was not happening we had a couple <laughs> of 13 year olds in our rating guild <laughs> which says a lot oh uh no, they were top DPS, son. It's just, you know, we had we couldn't raid too late at night because they had bad time. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that would have been me. Um but no, I'm 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 j I'm looking forward to actually experiencing some of the raiding content from Vanilla Well that I didn't get to back in the day. So I'm looking forward to that. Cool. Um Gavril. Um I'm looking forward to Warfronts actually. I'm looking forward to understanding what they are. It's literally you are on a war front between your opponent and your faction. You are facing against an AI faction. So if you're alliance, the opponent is an AI horde or whatever. And you basically are attempting to destroy their base. And 
you will be in command. You will assist with commanding this alliance base if you're alliance side. You know, you'll research upgrades to make your your riflemen stronger or your knights stronger. And these these units will spawn around and they will push towards the opposing base kind of deal. So it's going to be real fun. It's going to be really interesting. I'd like to see how they're going to do that take on uh, uh, Warcraft 3. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That looks, that looks really fun. Which is really hilarious when you realize that WoW is in of its in in and of itself originally at its very core the engine of WoW is the Warcraft three engine. Yeah, so they're remaking Warcraft three and the Warcraft three engine essentially. Mm-hmm. In a super advanced version of it. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, the 2018 update for Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm quite excited for that because I've been I've been getting really into Heroes of the Storm lately, and it's it's. There's just so much good stuff coming out from Blizzard this year. I'm so excited. I'm going to disagree because of the changes to skins. Where some skins are going to be gems only now. I'm okay with that, Mm. though, because there's some skins that are shards that I want to just buy. There are no shard-only skins. They need to fix loot boxes before... I truly care about it. They need to get rid of goddamn loot boxes in the first goddamn place. That's not that's neither here nor there on this episode. We're not going to talk Damn about goddamn kids. loot boxes and fucking Skinner box bullshit, okay? All right. I think no, I but think I we mean, know what we're talking in, about next week. In terms of wow, um I think the new artifact Heart of Azeroth should be interesting. I'm looking forward to how that's going to play into, you know, maybe some unique play styles with uh your existing Racing class combination, so that should be cool. Um, if it's if it's specifically Battle of Azeroth, what am I excited for? Nightborn, hands down. Nightborn. <laughs> I'm excited. I will. I wanted more playable races. I wanted sub races, and I'm getting both. I'm happy. I want. I you know what I'm excited about for Battle for Azeroth specifically. I am excited to see what the next batch of races are going to be. What the next batch? Since they've said that this is something that they're going to try to iterate on during yeah. the expansion. Yeah, so the, uh, the sex we're getting now is just the first wave of many to come. This is merely the tip of the spear, the vanguard. Just the tip. Chris, did you just get a okay, BOA episode's fucking in good. the BOA expansion? <laughs> what did you say? Oh, BOA in the BFA. Battle for I have Azeroth. No idea. I'm so confused what you're talking about. Find on you account just... on the battle. <laughs> Battle for Azure. You're not funny, Kevin. <laughs> I'm, You're not funny. You're not I'm funny. done with this show. I'm done with this show. Final thoughts, Kevin. Uh, my final thoughts are one of the things that we didn't mention, plus we haven't gone over, don't do that. Um, one of the things we didn't mention is the fact that they gave us um, backpacks with Velcro on it at BlizzCon, and it led to this really cool patch trading system, and everyone was buying patches and trading patches and giving them away, and you had to do like I'm in charge now. You had to do a. I spent money on patches. Yeah, so did I. I. I have a problem. I have a problem. But they were only like four <laughs> bucks for three of them. It wasn't like super expensive. Um, but uh, did you see my backpack when we left? <laughs> I did. I did, and I like the fact that you had to do things to get certain patches. And we did the. We actually played the dungeon a second time to get the Pepe patch because we didn't get that the first time around. Um, and I like asked for more than I already had, and I hid them so I could ask for more, and it was like this whole thing. 
So, Kevin, you're the worst kind of person. Well, guess what, yeah, Gavril? Really they're are. coming to people, you. People couldn't get they're being mailed people to you. Couldn't get them. Mm-hmm. People couldn't get them because they ran out well, because of people like you. Lord Shaper okay. and Gavril wanted some swag, so I got them some swag. Oh, dear. So. I am the response. I am the responsible party in this. You God are. God damn it. Yep. Yep. I'm innocent for a change. So I, I really like that. I like the bag hangers. Um, the bag hangers were cool. It was like a little figurine that hung on your bag. And I traded those with random people. What a bag hanger is. And that was cool. I mean, getting to kind of just talk to random people and start random conversations <laughs> because they had a patch you wanted or something. That was just fun and enjoyable. So I like that. I got my Lucio figurine. I'm happy. Yay, Lucio. He's so Ew. cute. Oh, that reminds me. I got Farah. Farah's awesome. So yeah. Um, my don't do that for this week was don't get super drunk at parties. We did have a friend of the show, The Thickness, who um was slightly inebriated on uh <laughs> on day two of BlizzCon. <laughs> Came stumbling into our room and um Three in the morning. I, I was outside uh, smoking and I came back in and Chris was like, yeah, he's in our bathroom. I'm like, why did you let him into our bathroom if he's drunk? Have him go to his well, room because, in his because, bathroom to throw up. And then I explained to him that Ronnie was in his bathroom throwing up. So Daniel had to be in our bathroom throwing up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, he made the mistake <laughs> of drinking with uh, with a British boy. Um, not friend of the show, but friend of <laughs> friend of the podcasting will. Um, Will Derringer, I love that man. Yeah, he tried to keep up with Will in drinking and failed miserably, which I think would happen yeah, go well for when him. drinking with any um, of our British friends from across the across the pond. So, um, yeah, I'm actually surprised that Chris was not as drunk as he could have been. I was, I was responsible. I drank enough to get myself tipsy, but still be aware of what I was doing. Now, that was still four or five cans in, but that's not the point. Yeah, but that's like a normal Saturday night like tonight is. For that's you. like a normal Saturday night for a Brit. Yeah. So. Y'all sons of bitches. Whatever. All right. What else is your don't do that? Mr. Chris, do you have any final thoughts or don't do that? No, I was, I was going to back up Kevin on his don't do that because... <laughs> Good Lord, Daniel, I'm amazed you're alive. <laughs> Children. He says, oh, by the way, he said he um, he says he remembers drinking and then getting out of the cab at the airport. Yeah. So, yeah. So he, re- he remembers leaving uh, Kaylee in Erdichar's room um, after taking some shots and then blackness. And then the first thing he remembers is waking up the next day. He doesn't remember anything from that point on until he actually gets to the airport and goes through security. Yeah. That's the first thing he remembers. Which was like an hour and a half drive to LAX. Yeah. So, yeah, Jesus don't Christ. do that. Remember, yeah. <laughs> remember your BlizzCon memories, people. Be smart about it. Mm-hmm. God damn it. All right. I don't have a don't do that. And my final thought on this topic is I hate you all. Okay. <laughs> Which is what I would expect a drunk Gavril to say. 
That is our show for the week, folks. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Mr. Kevin over here is at SwingCat with a K. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mac. I, of course, am at Gavril. That is two I's, one L underscore E-T. You can email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Visit our website at www.azerothctc.com. It has finally been updated after I was gone for a couple of weeks because these jackasses can't update it at all. Uh, shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever. We love to hear from you. Yell at us somewhere, somehow. We miss speaking to you all. That's going to be it, folks. Say goodnight, folks. Good night. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.